0: Welcome to PR After Hours, your weekly cocktail of news and interviews with leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. So pull up a chair in our virtual lounge. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will be right back after this. After quickly climbing the corporate ladder into management positions, Joel Freyn was hired as CEO at a telecom company where he used LinkedIn organically to bring the product to market. Well, after leaving that role, he founded Flux Media, which currently manages some of the largest personal brands on LinkedIn. His team uses Flux Media's technique, unique technique of trailblazing process, which builds a consistent, authentic, and lucrative LinkedIn presence for executives at B2B's. When he's not working, you'll find him playing music, listening to audiobooks. His favorite topic is company culture. And get this, donating kidneys. Let's hope he only donates one. As far as I know, most people only have two, but we're going to find out. He originally joined us in March, and I told him we had to bring him back. I mean this. I was gushing. He has graciously agreed to come back. And be sure to click the link in the show notes if you missed that first episode. There's just a trove of great information there for you. And today we're going to talk a bit more with Joel about LinkedIn and your personal brand, Joel Freud, Welcome back to the virtual lounge. It's amazing to be back. I know it's. I know you were like, "Oh gosh, that guy again," but I just had such a good time with you last time and learned so much. So I really appreciate this. I've got to ask you something: the kidney thing. Um, what 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 goes on here? You you brought it up. I got to ask.
1: Yeah, that is uh that is that has been a journey. When I grew up, I was. Uh... I was a child, I think it was, I was four probably when it happened. There was a fire like in the neighborhood, like two or three houses down the road, middle of the night. We we woke up and the kid, it, it was chaos, as you can imagine, a house full of little kids and the house was in flames. There were people trapped inside and I see a guy comes out of the door of the burning house with a kid in the hand in his hands, a little, a baby. And there was, this this guy was living in the neighborhood, and he didn't think twice, he just ran into the house in the burning building, trying to rescue whoever he could. And um, and this is how the word hero got into my, in my uh, dictionary, like, and I, was, I, I grew up always thinking, like, I want to, one day I want to be the hero to someone else. And unfortunately, I don't have the, I don't have it in me to be a firefighter running into burning buildings. And I'm not going to be a police officer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go fighting wars or any of those things. I'm not going to be a first responder. I knew that. I was looking for some way to do something to someone that is, you know, something. And then this thing came up. It was a there's this wonderful organization in the community with the name, the name of the organization is Renewal. And what they're doing is within the community, they match people who need kidneys with people who are willing to donate. And they have all kinds of awareness programs to encourage people to donate, but because really the risk of donating a kidney is really, really low. It's really, really uh. It's a very insignificant risk there's always a risk go through surgery but it's it's really low and uh, the process is really it's not it's not a big process we're talking about maybe two three four weeks maximum recovery and and here you could literally save someone's life and i don't need to be a firefighter i could save someone's life without to me that was a big opportunity like insignificant small gesture that i can do and save someone's life and i said i'm signing up and the rest uh, yeah
0: well you know uh, my brother my older brother just retired he was a deputy fire chief in oklahoma city and he oh. he, he le- legitimately saved people's lives now if i ask him exactly. about it he won't say, he won't say anything oh i just did my job and all that but it is heroic but what you're doing is like, because you are you are just like my brother by donating a kidney the risk may be small-ish. You're risking your life to do so, and for a stranger, um, in, yeah. you know. In, in my spiritual life, there, there's it's, there's no greater love than to be willing to give up your life for another. You know, and I just think that's that's magnificent that you did that.
1: I, I think there is no greater meaning to life. I think we're we're all, we're all asking ourselves the same question over time, at one time or another either at a younger age or as we grow older, we're all asking ourselves, like, why? why? What's the point? Why are we doing what we're doing? Where are we? And um, there's no greater purpose in life than to do something for someone else. That, is the, that, gives, the, that gives the human being the greatest satisfaction. And the people who, who have done something great to others know that, know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The people who didn't do it yet it doesn't have to be this. Everyone in their own way, but try it, and you'll see what I mean. There's yeah. no greater feeling in the world when you could, when you're able to help someone else with something.
0: And you know, you you may not know right away. You you know, you know right away. You donated. You know, um, um, and I won't tell the story here. But uh, I had something in my own life where somebody got a hold of me after I haven't seen this person in 15 years, and she just said. You did this and this, and I can't tell you how much it changed my life. And I don't know if I'd be here without what you did. And I was blown away by this, Joel. It's, and it is the most magnificent, wonderful feeling, right? And it's, uh, if if you're listening, well, obviously you're listening if you're hearing this, but listeners, you know, it, there are there are smaller ways to help others uh, in your community and in your cir- your social circle and, and or for strangers, as Joel did. So I hope you'll consider doing that. And Joel, I didn't mean to put you on the spot about that, but I I'd, I'd kind of heard about this a little bit. You're very authentic on social media, on LinkedIn, and uh, um, I uh, don't know you well, but what little I know of you, I I respect, and I, I'm not surprised at all to hear you did this. So um, I'll, I'll quit embarrassing you now with that, but I would like to ask you, we and I've, listeners, again, I'm going to clue you in. Uh, Joel's journey to where he got to where he is the dude to go to, uh, at least, at least on LinkedIn to follow, to learn things. And of course, where FluX is the company to go to for your B2B, um, LinkedIn needs, uh, that journey is pretty well covered in our first interview. And I, I won't make Joel, uh, you know, go back over that, all that today in our, the brief time we have together. Um, I'd love though, uh, well, one, I want to thank you because one, I love how you, you kind of make fun of me when I screw up, but you're, you're very, you're also there for me when I do all right. Um, there was this great tip you gave me and I was so proud of myself and you're like, okay, Alex, listen, don't put your link in the post on LinkedIn. And I'm like, i oh, proud of myself. I did it all that. Or I didn't do that part, but I like did some other thing you you told me to do. And I said, look at this and the picture and the thing, and I did this and all that. And then you said, yes, but you, you put the link, Um, you didn't put the link in the comments. <laughs> i was just like oh cold!" Oh. but but i it, it, yeah. i'm doing that now and you know what my engagement has gone way up it's it's a great tip but l- let me ask you something though i get this a lot when i say linkedin i still get the eye roll from business owners so I, I do b2b and b2c uh clients and and the b2b uh gosh the b2b guys in particular are like why must i even be involved on that why, how is that going to benefit me what's your short answer when people ask you that
1: It's very interesting. You're asking me this question. I just finished writing a post about this very topic. And it is um, like I'm scheduling my posts when I, in advance. So I don't know exactly when it's going to go live, but I'm going to give it to you right now. If you put in your name in Google, what is the first thing that pops up? Your LinkedIn profile It's either going to be result number one or number two. Try it.
0: It's true. Yeah.
1: And if you are in a B2B space, That means that you're engaging in a bigger, higher ticket price item. You're not, you're not engaging. You're not selling a $10 ring or a $20 book. You're not selling in a a service that people are going to look for on Amazon. Sort low to high, including shipping. That's not how they make their decisions, how to buy from you or engage with you. It's a trust. They have to be able to trust you. They have to be able to, to feel you, engage with you. Now, if I don't know you and I need your services, let's say I need your services, I don't know you on a personal level, so I don't know if I can trust you. I'm going to give you $20,000, $50,000. What is the first thing that I'll do? I'll put your name into Google, and I'll yep. try to find out as much as I can who is this guy. And if your first search result comes up, and it's empty or it's bad what does it do to your business so people don't people may people don't realize how powerful linkedin is they don't realize how important it is every time the way i i got into linkedin was when i back in the days before even before i was in telecom i was in financial services and i used to i used to do a lot of cold calling and one day, I was sitting on, on LinkedIn, and LinkedIn has this thing. Even if you don't have a paid account, it's going to show you who viewed your profile.
0: Right. Even
1: if you don't have a paid account, it's going to show you a couple of names. But if you pay, you can see the entire history. But yeah. And I noticed when I call someone who takes me seriously, once I have a serious conversation, like when you, if you do cold calling, you know that most people just hang up the phone on you there's a small there's a there's a certain percentage of people who would engage in a conversation most of the people that engaged in a conversation the next thing they did was i see their name on who viewed your profile that means that they put my name into google who is this guy and then checked out my profile and that led me to believe that i can if this is what ha- this is what happens if they will check out my profile then why don't i make my pitch in there mm-hmm. let me let me tell them a little bit more about myself because it just gives me an opportunity to, to tell my story and it's not like it's not like um wikipedia you can control your narrative right people you can control your narrative put in information that is going to be re- relevant to the people that you want to engage with so really it's just People who say LinkedIn is irrelevant or it's not important or whatever, they just don't realize how the world works.
0: Right. But they think it's just an, I guess the thing I'm always having to combat when I say, let's say I offer a package of, you know, I do reputation, PR, marketing, and I'll offer a package. I'll say, also, let me manage your LinkedIn. Well, I don't, I don't, I've got one, but I don't wanna. And I'm like, are you sure about that? And that's a great answer to give them. I mean, that's, that works because you have to get out of what I call, The line item mentality that so many businesses have they're like well that's a line item i easily do not want to have to deal with either i don't have the time or i don't have the money and uh, i want to tell them the way you basically just did you can't afford not to and you're leaving money on the table i like to say that a lot that seems to get through to a lot of my clients you're leaving money on the table they're like please explain and i say well just just like you did right linkedin is so searchable it's going to come up top usually unless you have a very well defined website otherwise but it's going to be in the top for most places top three or five things people find on Google it's um how, how do you how do you get around this though now this is a legit question for you on this though uh, let's I, I've got one of these clients so I'm not going to say who they are but I have a client I'm working with a medical clinic uh, hol- they do holistic and alternative medicine functional medicine they're like nobody is going to look on LinkedIn for us. what do you tell them? You're right, or no, no. Wait, what do you tell? So really,
1: um, it it really depends. There are industries where I wouldn't say investing in LinkedIn is the smartest thing to do, because if you're selling, um, if you're selling B 2 C, you're selling cons- end, end user products, right? Especially, especially if it's a low ticket item you don't need to invest a lot of money on LinkedIn because that's not how people make the decision. Right. Usually when I buy a ring, I'm not looking up who the owner is and I'm not searching for their, I'm not interested in their reputation. Right. I'm looking at the ring, I'm looking at the pictures. It's a different way of marketing it. The people that LinkedIn will work best for are people who are in the B2B space Yeah. and they are in a service-based business. So if I'm buying a product that I can see, that I can can touch, I can feel, I can see it, it's easier to trust, because the way I'm gonna sell a product is not about the reputation, I'm gonna show you, this is the product, see it, if you like it, you'll buy it. Worst case scenario, if the person is really skeptical, he'll look at product reviews, it's a different type of marketing. But if I'm selling a service, I'm selling something that is intangible, you can touch it. Like you, you're selling a reputation, um, management. So reputation management, how do you, what am I showing? You're going to go on Instagram all, or Facebook or any other format of marketing. How am I showcasing what it is that I do? So you have to do it in format, in, in format of content. You have to tell your story. People need to trust you. So, content is, is 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 kink. So that means that LinkedIn is probably the best best platform for you to sell your product. So it's it's almost like it's almost like um I'm going to sell uh products on Instagram or on TikTok you I'm going to sell services on LinkedIn.
0: You know uh, as I mentioned previously you're very authentic and you're very candid. Uh, on your posts where where folks, again, follow this gentleman. I'll put a link in the show notes because you will learn things. And, um, but one thing you said recently was really caught my eye. And I, I just was like, wow, you never see this. And, um, you said, we're not for everybody. Uh, flu X is not for everybody. Um, and then you basically said, in fact, if you don't have X amount budgeted per year, we're probably not for you. So, you know, in a nice way, you're like, don't waste our time and we won't waste yours if you don't have that kind of budget I'm just curious have you had any response to, from up when you did that and or is that a typical is there a typical response you get from people who who call you or email or or just are interested how does that go I'm just curious as a business owner how, how that goes so basically if you want to sell
1: a item if you want to sell a service you need to know who is your buy? Who is your client? Who is that person that is that is your client? Who is your ideal client? You need to have that picture in front of you. Most people that are that are amateurs in, the, in 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 selling, they will say their response would be, "Well, anyone could really use my services," and it's true, everyone can use it. But if you don't understand who you're selling to, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one yeah that's That's just fact of life so we are very much targeted who are the people that we are looking for and who are the people who are going to best benefit from the services that we do and we try to make it clear in our messaging so it saves us time saves everyone else's time so many times in the past before we started like really niching in we spent so much time on phone calls just to find out after an hour and a half that this person is not not really suitable for what we're selling.
0: Yeah, been there. So yeah, so why go
1: through that? You could do, you could save a lot of time and and you can engage your audience. The people that you are talking to will be engaged if you talk to them. Yeah. And right. if you understand who you're not talking in the first place to start, the first place to start, if you want to know who am I talking to, you want to know who am i not talking to, who are right. the people that, so eliminate those. So no disrespect to anyone, right? but you need to know who you're talking to. And you need to know who you're absolutely not talking to. And you have to be clear in your messaging why that is. Otherwise, just noise
0: i get uh i'm a smaller outfit than FluX, obviously but i've been around 14 years now and um i'm i'm a boutique agency i mean you know anybody watching the video if there is a video to be showed later on this that joel can see uh, i'm in a you know a small home uh, home office now i used to have office space like joel's which was not nearly as gorgeous by the way i love your office space uh, but i i understand that that small to mid-sized businesses are my niche and that's what i want but I periodically still get these stray calls. It's kind of a good thing in a way. I'm like, because I, I get a stray call from somebody who doesn't fully understand my business, which is really a problem for me. And I got to work on this because most people really don't fully understand public relations. They just don't. As an industry, we don't do, here we are, we're supposed to help everybody tell their story. I believe as an industry, PR does a not a lousy job, but uh, not a great job of telling what we do to people. But I get people who want to start a business or they're a small business and and they they call me and they have no idea what I do. So uh, then they're like, um, I'm going to do a product rollout this week. Can you help me with the news media this week? Right. I'm like, uh, yeah. you know, we're more about strategies and tactics. And I give them the song and dance. But I I do. I hate to say this word, but I do. I waste a lot of time or some time and not as much by doing that. And I've just learned to, to funnel things better, filter leads better um, and what I always have handy, though, because I never want anybody to be mad or upset or feel like you said. You said with all due respect, I say, I can't help you at this level. I don't say at this level, but I can't help you. But I know someone who maybe can. Here you go. But I never want to send people away with the flea in their ears, the British say, like as if they weren't important. You know, I just want to say, you know, this isn't going to work for me. And by learning that right away and me not being too tenderhearted about it, I've, I've saved myself a lot of time and. I mean, there's a lot of wasted time with that. And in my 14 years, I'd say my first five, I, I was guilty, 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 Joel, of uh, trying to be everything to everybody. Just not good.
1: All of us. That makes all of us. Me too. Me included. Really? You? You did? Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. We, we went better.
1: through. No, of course. People think that I, I talk about concepts and I, I share my journey and people think that I'm like, I'm superhuman, uh, uh, and, and that, it's 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 the last thing that I, this, this is the last image that I want to put out there. I'm not. I'm struggling with the same things that everyone else. I'm just sharing what I'm learning from my journey, so other people don't have to, we don't all have to make all the mistakes in life. We can learn from each other. Like, <laughs> let me tell you what I did wrong and what I learned, so you don't have to make the same mistakes. So, <laughs> you... so, so yeah, so... We did. We, we. It's kind of everything I say and everything we do is we went through all those mistakes, and we got to a point where we understand certain things better. And trust me, we're gonna talk in a year from now. I'm gonna. I'm still making a lot of mistakes, and I'm still learning. And that. And life is a journey. Life is yeah. not. I have it all figured out. Like people read on social media. If you read on LinkedIn, there, there are a lot of accounts on, on LinkedIn that that. that People read the content, and they think, wow, they have it all figured out. They have it like down, down path. Like, I'm so wrong. I'm so bad. I'm doing such a terrible, poor job. No, you're not. No one has it. And people who have it all figured out are already, are already buried in, in the cemetery. No one is getting it done in a lifetime. Life is a game, it's an ongoing journey. And you gotta learn to enjoy the game. Enjoy playing the game. Figuring out those things, that's those challenges, this is part of the game. This is what makes life interesting. Once you have it all figured out, everything becomes just boring. And, and like, what's the point? No one plays a game that you have all the challenges figured out. The whole point is that at every level, there are different challenges that you will learn as you go. And that 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 makes the game worthwhile playing
0: a hundred percent hundred percent you know I uh I figured we'd go in this conversation I'd probably ask you for a lot of tips and things today but I'm enjoying just hearing your philosophy at work because you know you do have a bearing you do have a, you do have an authority about you and uh, I think a lot of people myself included, think ah oh, Joe's got it all figured out you know and uh you certainly but but you have your your scars to show like we all do from you know years in the trenches but I, I I admire that. And I know we don't have a ton of time left, but I wanted to ask you just a couple of quick questions more. Um, you know, so let's say, though, that you, that somebody contacts FluX, a, a business that does have the requisite base amount of uh, budget set aside. Can you walk us through just a little bit about, uh, you don't have to go granular, but just kind of what's the ABC of it, and then maybe give us about uh, how long you they can kind of typically expect to see some growth in an awareness.
1: So, first of all, you need to understand that nothing in PR works for next week. If you want to launch a product next week, (laughs) the last thing you should do is engage a PR company. And if anyone (laughs) in the industry, if anyone is telling you they can can do something for you, just pay me $50,000, run. Run as fast as you can because there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. It's almost like i someone telling you, I'm gonna grow you at three in one day, in a week. There's no such thing. You're putting no in you're putting in the, the 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 seeds and it takes years for it to grow and and more years to, to produce fruits. It's just nate it's just smart of nature, and you can't you can't change that. Nothing you are going to do is gonna change that. So that's that out of the way if you understand that that is the first concept that we will go through. this is the first pre-qualifier. if you don't understand that if you're looking for something quick, we're not a good fit right I can I can I can't I can't do that for you. So that's number one number two um, you need to be the personality type. Not everyone is a social media personality type let's face it not everyone wants to put themselves out there. Not everyone is gonna be hosting podcasts, not everyone is even gonna be appearing on podcasts, not everyone is going to be good at social media. It's just the reality of life. So we wanna we wanna make sure that the, the person who is going to be presenting the personal brand within the company is the right personality. And then we want to make sure that this is money well spent. I want I don't, I won't take companies that are selling a product that is not going to show the ROI because if you have to sell oh, thousands of products, thousands engage thousands of customers in order to make this investment worthwhile, there are probably better ways to do it. So. 90% of our clients, I would say maybe 95% of our clients are people who are will make their money back with one client per year. They will probably make their money back. So we're talking oh. about they spending with us $30,000, dollars $50,000. One client is worth that amount of money oh, to absolutely. them. So if that's the case, then if I'm getting them 5 dollars $10,000, it's already the amount that they're spending with us is already... It's not. It's not even. It's not even a conversation. The money that they're spending with us shouldn't even be part of the equation. That's that's the philosophy. Um, and then um, we start. We do it. We do the foundational work. We figure out the the linked presence in, in 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 the format of. The business page, the personal page, the headline, the about page, everything should be optimized the way it should be. The feature section, the, the 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 headshot, the banner, everything in LinkedIn should be perfect, optimized for the best results. And then we have the content strategy. We write the content, we do the engagement, we do the connections, we grow the following, we do we do everything for the client. So they can get the maximum out of LinkedIn without putting in too much time. That is the that is the ultimate goal. Usually clients see results it takes between nine months and a year for them to start seeing real, real results. That is the usual turnaround time again, it depends um, what your I, what your selling item is if you're selling an item that is uh, we have clients who are selling well over a million dollars a year contracts, that takes longer if you're selling a hundred thousand dollars a year contracts it's going to take faster because the trust level is different from a hundred thousand to a million but that's the kind of the idea
0: and it, it folks that's the thing and thanks for tying it into PR I appreciate that because that's as I you my example earlier which you clumped onto was that yeah you guy saying I'm going to launch a product next week I can't help you with that. I We got to make a strategy here. Um, you're not going to be, I said this to the guy. I said, you're not going to be happy with me if I say yes. Huh? I'm like, because you won't get the results you want. It won't be anywhere near ready. Um, your messaging's not here, blah, blah, blah. So I, I appreciate you saying that. And it's the same thing with social media. I get this a lot. Uh, I had a friend say, uh, so how do you, Alex, how do you, get most of your business. I said mine's word of mouth and I said literally I said not literally. I consider Google to be word of mouth for me because after blogging, speaking, podcasting for 14 years, I'd be very chagrined if I did not get calls off the internet. Because as I was saying earlier, I think I said this, I hope I said this, most people say I said where did you hear about me? Internet, I googled you or I googled PR uh this number or PR this this location, blah 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 and and there I popped up. Um So I'm with you on that. And that's kind of what you and I do a similar business in the sense that I'm always telling. And I love this point you made. I'm always telling clients who are good on camera or good on the mic or are good in person. Let's find the avenues where you can get in there and and show off what you know. And that's what you're doing. And you demonstrate that in your feed daily, right? I mean, you post daily, right? And usually it's video, Um, And it's always something pithy. And half the time it's, it makes me laugh out loud. I I don't know why I find you funny. I think you're, I think people do too. And I just think that's a great way to do that. And folks, I think that's worth paying for if you have the budget and you have all the other prerequisite things Joel just mentioned. Joel, I know I've kept you, but I, I just wanted to kind of, as we wrap up here though, um, What's next for you? I'm I'm curious that maybe you've said this and I don't know it, but do you go out and speak? Do you do you go to conferences and speak? Do you have time to do that kind of thing? You just seem like you'd be a natural.
1: So yeah, that's a very good question. I have a really packed calendar, and um, I hardly find time to do things that I want to do. Never mind doing new things. Under- <laughs> things but but last year. Um, I'm a big fan of EOS. I don't know if you heard of that. EOS is a is a business operating operating system. It's a very um, interesting way to operate a business. If you have a team of like more than ten, I would say. I'm just guessing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not expert in it. But if you have a bigger team, you wanna you wanna look into that. It's EOS is the entrepreneurial operating system. I've been operating businesses previously on that system. And when we started Flux Media, this is the this is the up. This is it's it's a holistic system on how to operate a business. It takes everything into account. Um, if you feel like you're hitting a ceiling, like I'm dealing with the same challenges again and again and again and again, like what's going on? This is some this is kind of a great system to break through the ceiling. Um and um, since we started working on eOS, we we started um, talking to other businesses who are operating on eOS, and I, I have a good network of other business owners who are operating on eOS. And um last year in in and the eOS is doing a conference for the for people for companies once a year. They're doing a conference once a year in usually in a different city. Last year it was it was in, in the Indianapolis. This year they're doing it in San Diego, and um, where businesses who are operating in the US are coming together. And they are have a they have a it's a beautiful program. They have a lot of good stuff to share. It's interesting even for people who are not in the US, but it's specifically targeted for those companies. It helps with documentation, hiring, firing. Every single challenge that you deal in business, you can find solutions over there. Every single. Um, a challenge, hundreds and hundreds of, of different segments of different tracks um, that you can plug yourself into. It's a, it's an amazing uh, uh, conference, but I had opportunity to host a group of business owners that I'm networking with who are operating in EOS. We all went together to the EOS conference and we spent additional days before and after in Indianapolis, Doing brainstorming together, and FluX Media had a great opportunity to host it, and 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 we, I kind of did that thing. Um, I've never spoken in public, and I've never done those things, but um, we had a great time. Last year we had thirty business owners, and for the coming year, we're projecting to have hundred and fifty business owners joining our small group within the wow. U.S. conference. So I don't know. I don't know what it's going to, what tomorrow is going to bring. I wasn't thinking that I'm going to be a public speaker one day, but
0: who knows? I think I know. (laughs) You know what? Here, free PR advice from your reputation management guy who doesn't work for you, but Speak sometimes. You'll love it. I think you'll be great. Uh, people will, will enjoy just hearing your, your stories and your anecdotes, and then you wrap a little information in with it. I think you'd be fantastic. Uh, Joel Freund is the CEO, uh, founder of FluX Media. That's at fluexmedia.com And uh, listen, there's so much to do here. It starts small. If you're not ready quite yet to hire FluX Media, go follow them on LinkedIn. Follow Joel and see the stuff. I mean, you're going to just get all these wonderful free bits of advice that are going to serve you well. Trust me. Um, he's now a two-time guest on the PR After Hours show. So I mean, what else do you need to know? I mean, come on. Joel's making a face like, what is he saying? Joel, I have been to throw it back to you. I've had such a good time. I, I could talk to you for hours. Thanks so much for sharing uh, what's going on with you and these great tips here on the PR After Hours.
1: It's been a pleasure being here. Oh, um, um I, I I remember from last time. Um, I'm I'm going on a lot of podcasts, and your podcasts, the conversation with you is just so authentic and so real that I I actually enjoy it.
0: I don't even feel like it's a podcast. <laughs> I swear, I'm going to use that. I'm going to tell people. I appreciate that so much. You know, as I tell our listeners all the time um you're going to learn a few things but you're also going to just see two people usually just having a conversation and uh um it's it it makes my day to talk to great people like you joel so again thanks so much and uh um i'm marking the calendar and invite you back next year because i bet you have a lot more to tell us then all right sir thank you so much looking forward
1: is your story reaching the right ears or is it just another whisper in the wind In the symphony of the marketplace your narrative should sing alex greenwood a maestro of messaging with over three decades of expertise is ready to conduct your story to new heights from navigating the nuances of public relations to authoring novels that capture the imagination and producing podcasts that speak volumes alex crafts narratives that resonate and yield results turn the page to a new chapter Let Alex Greenwood orchestrate your story to captivate, engage, and inspire. Step into the spotlight. Visit alexgpr.com or contact him through this podcast today. And let's start a conversation that matters.
0: You know what that means. It's last call here at the Virtual Lounge. Be sure to visit prafterhours.com for links to what we discussed in this episode and more. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and join us next time for another round at PR After Hours with Alex Greenwood.